Welcome everybody to the GBO podcast where we're talking Gamecock basketball only. Brought to you by Modern Exterminating. We know what bugs you. As always, I'm Sumter. And I'm Bryce. Bryce, how you doing this week? Not doing well. Yeah. That's us popping some beers because it's been a week. It has been a week, y'all. Why has it been a week, Sumter? <laughs> Just... This this men's team is exactly who we thought this men's team was and going it, to be. I was I wanted to be positive, go up front, benefit of the doubt. But as you've yeah. learned, you shouldn't give Frank Martin the benefit of the doubt. Absolutely not. And uh, and the the benefit of it is it is becoming clearer and clearer and clearer that 2017 is the outlier that is Frank Martin, and what we are watching right now is Frank Martin, and that and that if we continue to have this man be the be the head coach of our basketball team, then we will get basketball games like we played this week. Just not fun to watch. The opposite of the women. Is that fair to say? The opposite of the women, yes. Yes, Frank Martin is the is the inverse Dawn Staley. Well, let's get into it. The men went 0-2 this week. We wanted them to go 1-1. One one. That's right. Like, the, the game against Tennessee, yeah, we didn't play great. And no one on this pod or listening to this pod thought we were going to beat Tennessee. I didn't even have a hot take. I did not. Yeah, that would have picked the Tennessee win. If if you had tried to talk yourself into the Tennessee win after what after what you had done with before the Auburn game, it would have just made us look silly. I love following Gamecock Twitter when South Carolina is getting boat raced and people are like, "Oh, the game's still on," or I turn that off at halftime. Like, yeah, and then and then these same people, if we're gonna win a game, we will. We aren't gonna lose the rest of our SEC games. I don't think so, right? No, no, right. No. So we're gonna win we a game. We have Georgia on the schedule. We're gonna win a game that we're not supposed to. And all of these people are just gonna be like, see, Frank, you just gotta he can win these games. Just give him a chance. And I mean, that's what I would say we have given Frank the definition of a chance. He cannot say if he's gone at the end of this year. We've given him ten years and he can't say I didn't have enough time. If he says that, isn't isn't people are going to erupt. Isn't Calipari the only coach in the SEC that's, I that's more so. tenured than he is? I believe so. And he wins. Yeah. And I think he has a national title to throw out there, too. That's true. And he probably has five times as many Final Fours. But Sumter, Frank has a Final Four. <laughs> yeah. And, that, and Five years ago, oh he went, went to the Final Four. What about that? What about that? I'm getting tired of it. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I was in Phoenix loving it. Was I crying with Darius Rucker? You bet I was. Yes. Yeah. But guess it's, what? Yeah, it, it's, four or five years ago, we, you have to show some value. You're getting paid three million dollars. And and the other thing is, is that we didn't we we have parlayed the Final Four into absolutely nothing, and not even to one four star recruit. Well, you uh, AJ Lawson was a four star recruit. Okay, let me rephrase that. Let's let's at least spit facts. There's a lot of them out there. Let's not make stuff up. AJ Lawson was a four star. Now he came in in the last second and wasn't he? I don't even know if he was considered in the rankings yeah. of recruiting class because he's you know, right. got out of and, school early. And Devin Carter is a and is a four with star with ESPN. He was a four star and, and rivals. Service. I think rivals has him as a four star. Okay, on I, I looked. You've on, killed my hot take. I, okay, I, I'll I'll revise your hot take for you. Okay. okay, I looked on rivals today. All right, before the final four, Frank Martin brought in I believe five four star four star higher players. Okay, okay, uh, in when he was building the program. Okay. okay? And um, since since the Final Four, he's brought in two. And one of them was this year. Right. You know, and like, you don't expect freshmen to... 
Yeah. Been well, here a few years. One of, one of them was this year when his whole team quit on him. L- literally quit and said, you know what? I want to go somewhere else. Mm. But this was Frank's favorite team coming back. <laughs> I, I just I just don't get it. Let's, let's well, talk let's get about it. So let's go into the Tennessee let's, game. Let's talk so, about Tennessee. The only recipe that we were going to beat Tennessee was they were going to have to play sloppy and bad. Yeah. And we were going to have to play above average. And a little of that happened. And early on, we yeah. were up, what, 8-2? to two? I'm like this. This yeah. is great. And a, then, a little of that happened. And just not a, just a lot of turnovers, yeah. fouls. It was a sloppy game that if we were going to win it, that that the, was the recipe. And the, it kind of went all the way till about the last two minutes of the first half. Yeah. And the problem was we equaled the slop. Oh, yeah. Like, like they played a little sloppy. But and we were just like, you know what? We can do that too, Tennessee. We we can out slop you. I counted the four times that we dribbled the ball out of bounds without you... Tennessee forcing us to dribble out of bounds. <laughs> Which led me on Twitter to say, I think we lead the SEC in dribbling out of bounds. I, I think Frank Martin would agree with you. In one of the press conferences after this week, he threw the point guards under the bus. Well, we'll get into that in a little bit because yeah. Frank loves Letting, uh, letting oh, yeah. us know about yeah, yeah. what each player did wrong. In ten- at Tennessee, w- we had to be hot, and um, like we had to, and, and we just didn't, we just didn't play well enough. We didn't shoot the ball well enough. We what? didn't, we didn't take care of the ball. We didn't, we didn't take advantage of of, of their turnovers. Well, we turned the ball over a bunch. I would like to say this though, I knew it was going to be an interesting game when Stevenson banked in a three. <laughs> You're like. That's- that's his second one on the year, and you're like, oh, this. There's nothing more know. exciting. There's nothing more exciting. He he might be my favorite player to bank at a three because he is so shoot first, and and just like, I, I in 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 one of the early games when he was coming out of the slump that he opened in, where he was like two for twenty five or something from three, he hits he hit the first two three pointers of the game. I think it was UAB. Okay. Um. He hits the, like the first two three pointers of the game, and then on the third shot, he's just looking for it, and he just he just th- it's an awful looking shot, and it just banks in, and the placement that, that might be the highlight of the season. But it's it's been downhill since then. And then we had a few air balls with that as well, but last couple games as well. But yeah. we have no problem with Stevenson because you know what? He doesn't give up. He plays hard, and some games he's the only one that plays hard. Yeah, and you can count on him to create something. Like if the offense is stagnant, even if he's even if he's not shooting well, he can still go get a bucket because like like if he is one for seven from three, he's not afraid to take a good shot and potentially make it. Well, so we're I think we're leading maybe two to four in the last couple minutes of the first half, and then they go on a run. And and that was the game, like and we're, yeah. When when we got down six, I'm like, oh god, they had yeah. all the momentum. They're at yeah. Tennessee, a place where we don't win. No, and they had Josiah James from Charleston, five star, just another top five player that left the state. Yep. Sorry, it still bothers me every time we play. They go to an SEC school, and you know what's really funny about this? And you see them like you could be a star in your home state, and. And you know what's really, really, really funny about this? Is that was not like the knock on Frank early. It was not. Like, if anything, the most... The, After we had a little Thornwell, a little Dozier, he was getting a few players in the state. Well, well in the top Dozier's five, probably the last one. Dozier's probably he the was last in one the top on, the, five. On, on, on the run. But, like, Frank came in and he did an excellent job recruiting the state. Because he also... You forget about Marcus Stroman. That's right. 
like Keenan. He, he he signed he signed Marcus Stroman, who ended up turning out to be a bust because he's only like five foot four. And you were you were teaching. Were you student teaching at Keenan? I, I, I gotta I gotta throw that out there if you're gonna bring it up. Okay, so so I, I sure yes. Uh, I, I was student teaching at, at the same time that Marcus Stroman. At, at any point, Keenan. did you help him no, with basketball? Absolutely not. I do not. I did not student teach Marcus Stroman. I have never had a conversation in my life with Marcus Stroman. Very clear and to the point. And yes. we and we move on. <laughs> uh, but uh, but but the point is is that Frank recruited the state exceptionally well. Uh, Sundarius is. I mean, obviously he went to Mouth of Wilson, uh, the military academy right. in Virginia, but um, but. Or was that Oak Hill? Oak Hill, yeah, there in mouth of Wilson, Virginia. There you go. Excuse me. And you're a Virginia guy. <laughs> I was born in Virginia, yes. Man, okay. a lot of facts are coming out about something today, anyway. <laughs> that are completely irrelevant. He's getting flustered. Okay, yes, right. because I'm trying to make a point, and right. you're interrupting get me. Get to it. And getting me off topic. Mike's going to be mad about that. I interrupted the, you. The, the point The point is that Frank did an exceptional job of recruiting the state. Darius was from Lancaster. He was considered the best player in the state. Uh, Justin Mackey was Mr. Basketball at Irmo. Right. Like um, Stroman, uh, PJ, you, you know, like like there was. We he, had a nice run of it in state players that were top five. And I keep yeah. saying top five. And, and he There's a, a difference in the top five players in the state and the six, seven, eight player yeah. in the state. And, and, and he missed a few. You know, he missed Tevin Mack. He missed Zion, obviously. But, but like he recruited the state very, very, very well early on and then it just stopped it like it fell off a cliff I, I think it really fell off a cliff right after the final four yeah you might say the year after that who's the who's the best south carolina player we've recruited since the final four trey hannibal who's at murray state gonna go to the ncaa oh, tournament he, at murray state oh they're doing well they beat belmont they're the number one team in their conference <laughs> now i believe it's the ovc or it's either Man. ovc or forgot what their frank, conference is. frank martin is just turned it into darren horde the, Trey Hannibal's going to play Felipe Hase in the in like the he's Sweet gonna, Sixteen. He's going to be something. the next Eric Smith. Leaves yeah. here, goes to Coastal, That's makes the right. tournament. The, and, M- Murph Holloway played Ramon Galloway in the Sweet Sixteen. <laughs> that happened. Murph Holloway for Ole Miss played Ramon Galloway for LaSalle in the Sweet Sixteen. I believe it might have been the Elite Eight, but no, they they they, they lost in the Sweet Sixteen. I remember that. But but just like I believe they played against each other. Anyway, we're getting we're getting a little bit off talking, but. We finished the half down six, and in the second half, it was miserable basketball. I believe 22 turnovers, just yeah. miserable. Yeah. And guess what? Frank just sat there most of the time on the bench, moping. You know when he does his little oh, hands yeah. on the face, what should I do? I don't know. Try to coach when you make $3 million. I'm sounding a little mad, but I was, because we're dribbling the ball out of bounds. We can't make a free throw. Yeah. And we're getting blown out of the gym. And Tennessee played average. Yeah. They were beatable. That was a winnable game. Winnable game. So first half had a chance. Second half, we get destroyed. And I'm pretty sure Fulkerson, their center, is a senior. And I'm glad we'll never see him again. <laughs> that boy's good. Yeah, he's good. Or do we play Tennessee at home? We're probably going to see him one more time. We need to look on the schedule. No, we yeah, we have him at home. So we'll see him one more time. Oh, man. Hope yeah. we never play that guy again. But anyway, we lose to Tennessee as expected. It's just the effort in the second half. But shout out to Reese. Had 15 points. Played really well. Yeah, nobody Got else did. Best perimeter defender and scored the most points. Starting to make it after I made a comment last podcast, him missing threes. This week he made a few threes. So shout out to Reese for the good week. Yeah. 
Uh, Frank Martin had an interesting press conference after the Tennessee game. Tell me about that. So it's just it, they're on our Twitter feed. If y'all want to go listen to them, it's it's nothing but throwing players under the bus. But then at one point in time, he starts talking about in the press conference. He starts talking about Rick Barnes. Also, I don't think he gets asked these questions. I think he just brings them up. He he, he starts talking about Rick Barnes, and he says that Rick Barnes told him that what Rick Barnes want, wanted to build when he got to Tennessee was what Frank had built at Carolina. Are you joking? That is, listen to the press conference. This is like word for word. What does that mean? I don't even know. What has what, what Frank built? So in, he built it to the final four and then let it drop off a cliff? Yeah. Like, I guess, when does Barnes get hired? I guess Barnes potentially gets hired around the time that Frank's, like, going to the Final Four? I think it was maybe a year before, something like that, around that okay, time. Okay, so, so like, like definitely when Frank is peaking at South Carolina. But, uh, but just even still, even then, you know, like, before the Final Four, like, if, like, if we lose to Marquette, that's a disappointing season. Right, and it could have been. I think we are down 10 that game. Yeah. Like, we had to come back in the second half if we lose to Marquette. And we like, drove to Greenville all the way to Greenville. That's right, we did. Um, but, uh, but, but so anyway, so like, I, I just, I don't understand, Frank. I don't understand the things that he says. Well, Barnes did a couple things that Car- uh, Frank didn't do at Carolina. He brought in con- multiple five stars and took them from the gutter yeah. to the penthouse. That's right. And it, when I say the penthouse, an NCAA tournament regular. Yeah. That's like, what I call a penthouse. Yeah, and and just like and 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 this is and this is the point that the Final Four is glossed over, is that Frank Martin does not make the NCAA tournament, and we're not even talking about the first couple years. No, no, it no. It was no, after no. the Final Four. Yeah. Where did you go from there? Yeah, and just like 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 you got to get back, and I don't even want to hear about like Dozier leaving. You, you know, like like keep recruiting. Every team has a team. Has keep keep recruiting. Leaves, right. Like like what Frank Frank recruited at a level. To be good enough to go to the Final Four, keep recruiting. You know, like he he had Chris Silva, was what the SEC Player of the Year or a can or a finalist for it. Like, put other good players around him, and he just didn't. Anyway, that's the. the, the we didn't mean to go on a rant, but that's really Rick, what Rick Barnes hasn't gone to the Final Four. But I would trade Rick Barnes's tenure for Frank Martin's. like like i like how many how many ncaa tournament berths would you trade the final four for a few yeah like five or six seven You, you know like like at some point there's a measurement of success over a career that beats the pinnacle of success of one season I also don't want to like downsize the Final Four. It was a wonderful time to be Magical. alive. It was a wonderful time to be alive. And if it, if you were Frank, you'd probably be talking about it right now in a post game press conference about you know, couple, yeah. you know, we were great with these guys. But anyway, we come home and play Florida, and the crowd. I will say the students came out. That's all the, good. All the student sections were full, but everywhere else, there's probably only two thousand. The, the team is not fun to watch. The team is not fun to watch. All we need is a winner. The yeah. women prove that if you win, they'll bring twelve, thirteen thousand. The the women were even bumping that attendance up before they even really started winning because they were fun to watch. It's even getting to the point where I can catch a towel or a t shirt like the Horn Days. 
Uh, That's how bad attendance is getting. Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 uh, the, but, but they're not fun to watch. And then the Florida game happens. And so going into the Florida game, we think this is a winnable game because they, they started 0 3 in the conference. And the last time they went 0 4 was like in the 50s. Yeah. So this is the team. We had a better record. This wasn't the regular we, Florida team. We, we had a better record going into this game than they did. And guess what? We don't anymore. That's correct. You know why? Because we lost. No, because they're. They played well. Yeah. Their defensive intensity, they were in our face all day. And I'm not going to say our team was standoffish, a little scared, but it, it challenged them to where we go up 2 nothing with a Bryant putback dunk. And after that, we didn't have a lead the rest of the game. Yeah. We, we did not want to win. We were not ready to play. We did not want to win. We did not play with... With any type of intensity or aggression, you know, like, like we were, the the press drove us nuts. Do you know why I think the game we lost Florida? Why, rotations? Yeah. <laughs> Your favorite Frank's, thing Frank's is that playing, bug? Is that bugging you again this week? You know what's bugging Bryce this week? Yeah, the rotations again. The modern exterminating. We know what, what bugs, bugs you, you. Yeah. and what's bugging me this week. It's Frank playing twelve or thirteen players. If you were a betting man in Vegas and you were like. These are the players that Frank's going to play. You'd lose money because every week you're like this. Or or, or Woodley just, hasn't played in three weeks. Hey, let's throw him in there and play or, him eight minutes, ten minutes. By the just, way, Woodley played a good game. Or just put a bet on every single player on the team. <laughs> so, <laughs> so do we need to do Frank Martin roulette of players playing? I mean, just like player roulette. Player roulette. I mean, how would this game work? Because everybody plays. He puts everybody in the game. He he realizes. It's funny, and and he even like in the Florida press conference, he threw all the players under the bus. He bashed all the point guards. He he, he goes out and says that in his years of coaching, he's been successful thirty six out of thirty seven of the years. With this year, no, I'm serious. Like like this is what he says. So last year was bad. No no no. no but but he treats himself as successful. You, you know like like he's literally he said that this he, year. He, he he this year in the Florida press conference. So six and fifteen didn't count. Okay, 15. And, and I think he was talking about point guard play. Okay. Okay. He, that's right. I, I was listening to that. And, and and I think he was he was talking about he's been successful with point guards, and that this year with point guards that they run away from being guarded by one man. And so that if like one guy presses, yeah, them, he was talking about Jacoby Wright, how he was has had had feelings, was catching feelings, yeah, was sad, upset. Not Jacoby, well. Jacoby, he's a freshman. Jacoby Wright is a freshman who who was we're brought th- in, to, and we're throwing him in there because Cousinard is Cousinard is nowhere to be found. Nowhere to be found. Can't blame injuries. He's not injured anymore. Yeah, and like Cousinard is nowhere to be found. We started right, didn't we? Well, we started Cousinard at Tennessee. We started right at Florida, at, or Florida at, at home. Yeah, yeah Florida yeah. at home. And um, like, Wright's a freshman, and we're asking him to be the starting point guard over guys that should be better than him. And, and then Frank complains about the freshman point guard, and then guard. throws his freshman point guard under the bus. Frank, there's a reason you're playing a freshman point guard. Yeah, maybe, the maybe, people that yeah. you handpicked aren't working out. Yeah, maybe go get Trey Hannibal. Maybe don't send Trey. Trey Hannibal, Hannibal would be good on this to, team to Murray State. He was just getting into his yeah. Own. He was becoming a junior. Because it takes two or three years in Frank's system to get going. Trey Hannibal had a bad sophomore year, right? And and this is something that is rampant. Or he just had a with had a few. He had a few defensive lapses that landed him on the bench in a Frank doghouse. Trey Hannibal as a freshman was better than Trey Hannibal as a sophomore. Now I got a question for you: who who do you think are like 
the four or five best players that have played for Frank. Before I get into that, we lose to Florida 71-63, 0-2 in the week, 10-6 on the year, 1-3 in conference, and we're playing at Arkansas Tuesday night, which that's going to be a loss. Anyway. You just interrupted my hot take, but continue. All right, so you just asked me the top five players under Frank Martin. Yes. Just just, just name a few. All right. Out of the blue, Thornwell. Yeah. Chris Silva. They have to be one and two. I'm going to put Michael Carrera in there. Dwayne Notice. Okay. Coats are or... I mean, PJ, but... Uh, maybe PJ has since PJ left after his sophomore oh. year. I'm not going to put okay. him into this in, in into this bit that I'm about to do. Who's your fifth guy? Uh, the, the notice is fine, but like like notice is fine. A- AJ Lawson. We're, we're leaving out I, AJ Lawson. I'm sorry. Yeah, we're we're leaving out AJ Lawson. Lawson's better than Coates yeah. are. But so, other than Chris Silva, I think all of these guys, right? I'm positive had sophomore junior slumps. They were better as freshmen than they were as sophomores, or they were better as a sophomore than they were at a and junior. And you're saying Chris Silva just got better every year to his senior year where he was killing it. And, and it's because Chris Silva's the only player that Frank Martin has developed into being a star. Chris Silva's the only player that Frank Martin has developed into being a star. All his other players, he just waited until their senior year. They they showed promise as freshmen, they then regress, and then they have good senior years. Is that because of... Frank's rotations? I don't know. I don't know what minutes, it's because, because of. Because we don't have a lot of players that get 33-plus I don't. I don't know what it's because of, but do you know what is currently happening right now? What's that? It's happening to Jermaine Cousinard right now. So Cousinard had a pretty decent freshman year, Yeah. had a terrible sophomore year, yeah. and now he's nowhere to be found. Nowhere to be found. At least last year he was scoring points. Yeah. Keyshawn Bryant had a good year last year and has regressed. These the Regression with every player that Frank has. Okay, and if y'all don't believe me out there, come at me on this. Okay, like uh, well, every, well, they're having their defensive lapses. Frank takes them out. Bryant's been filing at a high clip lately, but I think most of their minutes, most games, are under ten minutes. Sundarius Thornwell averaged thirteen point four points per game as a freshman. Okay, he did not average more points per game until than that his until year. his senior year. And he had the SEC Player of the Year, so yeah. I mean, he averaged twenty-one points as a senior. Like he turned into a great basketball player. He turned into everything we wanted him to be. But it took three years. He regressed. What happens when you recruit four stars? Anyway, sorry, I had to say it. Yeah, but uh, but uh, AJ Lawson, AJ Lawson just did not improve between his freshman and sophomore year. He averaged the same amount of points per game. Well, you know why? Because there were games in the second half where Frank got mad at him yeah. and benched him for long periods of time, and we lose games because of that. That's another thing I wanted to say. When Frank's playing 12, 13 players, they make one defensive lapse. They're out for six minutes, and they're out of their zone. Dwayne noticed average more points as a sophomore than he did as a junior or senior. Wow. So Chris Silva is the only one that breaks that trend. Yeah. Like Michael Carrera. Michael Carrera. Um, Michael Carrera is a freshman average, 9.9 points per game. You Which know how great. You know how many points per game he averages as a sophomore? Right. Six. And it's not like we were. It's not like we had stars. You know, it's not like we were. That, that would that would have been Frank's second year. Four. Yep. That, that would have been Frank's second year. It's not like you know, like there wasn't stars taken as minutes. Th- that's <laughs> right. That's right. It, it, the, the, the points were there. It, it's Frank. The, the, this is a trend. This is a trend. They regress. And and then he he didn't get back up above what he averaged as a freshman. 
until his senior year. Mm. And you know what? His senior year, if Sundarius Thornwell had improved quicker, that team would have gone to the tournament. They were about one win short. Yeah. Just that, beat Georgia in that SEC tournament. Just beat Georgia one of the three man, times that Georgia we played Georgia beat him. us three times. Man, that was bad. We yeah. watched that. Where did we watch that at? Kelly's? We watched, well, which one? The the, the SEC tournament game we watched at Kelly's. And now uh, it's shout out, shout out to Kelly's. Miss Kelly's late oh, night. Oh, yeah, Kelly's. Those are fun. And now it's called the Aristocrat? Yeah, the Aristocrat. And no it's one like goes a, there now. I, I don't even know if it made it through COVID. Man, Kelly's. No, it's still out there. It's I drive there. by, leaving yeah. the games. I still see it. Okay. But uh, but yeah, sh- shout out to Kelly's. That was th- that was a fun time. Probably the last know. couple of times we were out till when, two a.m. When, when we were positive about the Gamecocks and and about the Gamecock about Gamecock basketball. That's that right. Um, but anyway, Bryce, here's where I am. So Frank's not developing players, and even though he might yeah, say differently, it, and it's this is the same. Like Frank Martin has become who he is, and it is time for him to go. But some might say, well. He's he took us to the best year, or that's sure. the best we can do. What do you say to those people? It, it's if they keep saying how our so, terrible history hinders us forever. Well, then what I would say to those people is that we're still terrible. Like like we've had one good year and now we're terrible. We're again. just a five hundred team, is what we are. No, we're not. We're not a five hundred team. We're not going to be five hundred this season. It's going to be close. My, oh, I guess with the non-conference, we had a good, decent non-conference. I, I was, I thought you were talking SEC yeah, conference, yeah. but we are not a five hundred team in conference. And I think play. overall record, you know, most of those seasons after the Final Four, around 16, 17 wins. That's our that could. But, I was hoping like, a few weeks ago that wouldn't be the case, but we were uh, hoping for ten and eight, eleven and seven. But here, I'm going to read it out to you, okay? UGA twice, we can win those. We can definitely. If we start losing to Georgia, Frank needs to go before the season's over. Yeah. Vandy at uh, at, at home. home should win that. That's three wins. Okay, Mizzou at home should beat them. They have a losing record. So that's four more. Right, All right. Um, at Ole Miss, maybe. I think maybe that's a, maybe maybe. Okay, well, let's count it as a dub. Right? That's five. Mississippi State at home, maybe. Maybe they're right, all. Th- that's six. Okay, that, now that's you're stretching six. Now. Okay, so so so, but now, tell me of these. What are we gonna do at Auburn at Bama? Loss, loss. At Arkansas Tuesday. Loss. At A and M. They're fifteen and two. Yeah, at, Missi- a, at Mississippi. Take that loss there. At Mississippi State. Probably a loss. Okay, home against Tennessee. Definitely a loss. Home against Kentucky. We always have that little magic. Frank might want to get back on the the okay. David Klongeter right. bubble bubble with a with a Kentucky <laughs> oh, man. win. Oh man, he's so gonna do it. He's so gonna be. He's gonna lose to Georgia and beat Kentucky. That's right. It's it's, it's the just, Frank it's Martin coming. way. And LSU at home loss. They're physical. Okay. So like like let's say we steal of of the of those games that I just named at ten at excuse me at Auburn at Bama at Arkansas at A and M at Mississippi State Tennessee at home Kentucky. At home, LSU at home. Of those eight games, we let's might say we win steal one. one. Let's say we steal one. So on top of that right. six, that's seven more wins. Plus the one we have, that's eight. That's that's eight and ten. That's eight and ten. And that you're two games short of even being on the bubble. And 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 eight and ten. He'll well, have a winning record. So that would be seventeen and eight. Eight and two. Seventeen. We, we, were, we were nine and three. Thirteen. Seventeen and thirteen. Yeah. And that's ooh. ooh. Might make the NIT with that. And so guess what? He, if he makes the NIT, Ray Tanner might say, hey. Here's what I would say. Yeah, but, but so first of all, first of all, I'm saying this right now after watching this team. 
I thought there was a chance that we could uh, that that we could pull off something like ten it's, and eight. And we're in only conference. one game off our predictions early on or a few weeks ago, but it's how we're playing. Yeah, that's more than just the losses. But it's th- how we're playing in those losses. But but those got us. Th- those got us to like to nine and nine, 10 and eight. And and now we've regressed from there. Um, and so like, we're not going to go, we're not going to win eight games. We're going to lose. I, we're going to lose to Ole Miss on the road or Mississippi state at home. We're going to lose if, one of those but games. What if Frank wins his last 10 games? I mean, he, he, that uh, depends on what happens before then. It, that might not be enough. <laughs> It'd probably be enough. Um, and we're not saying we want us to lose. We want to win every game. No, we no, play. I just, I just think we will lose. I don't think this team is good. We're still going to be going to the games. Yeah, the, the, this team, like, there's not a lot to do in Columbia, the, especially, especially, um, you, you know, especially now in Columbia. You could, uh, you could pick up limbs from the storm that just came through, yeah, or spend eight hours in your yard. Thanks, freezing rain. Yeah, but uh, Bryce is still a little better. I'm still tired. I can't lift my arms. But um, luckily, you don't have to do any heavy lifting on the pod. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> I like that. But uh, but yeah. But so like, we're gonna have a losing SEC record, right? Probably. And so anybody that says, unless Cousinard and Bryant think they know how to play basketball, that we again. can't do better than this, just doesn't want to be better. They they just don't want to be better. And so we might as well just go play in the SoCon. Like like if, or take a coach from the SoCon. So so yes, I've seen Bob Ritchie's name, North Greenville alum. There you get go, thrown out there a little bit. Um, would have loved to have had. Would have. Uh, how's Pat Kelsey doing at uh, College of Charleston? I need to look that up, but he's still a hot name. I would have. He lo- was killing it, Winthrop. He, he, he was. He was. He was a hire I would have liked last year. We will. Uh, if, if tell you what, tell you what, we are definitely moving into the Fire Frank uh, part. We're, we're of, starting to smell it. Yeah part of the podcast and so um that might hurt some people's feelings though. yeah and so if you've got any thoughts on this if you got any coaches that you like out there send T- us an email tweet at us and yeah. say give us reasons why to keep frank yes anybody that wants to make an argument to keep frank heck we, we might even have you on the pod we will have you on the pod yeah come to columbia yeah we'll we'll put you on the pod um and, and we'll be nice we'll, we'll, we'll even be nice we won't yell at you we'll listen um, yeah, but like the final four grace period is over. The only, the only, only argument of keeping Frank that I would reasonably understand. It's not buyout money anymore. Is, is that the only argument of keeping Frank that I respect it is that he took us to a final four and he gets a grace period. It, was, it is a grace period that I probably didn't agree with, but it is a reasonable thing to have. And, and if you have like a five-year grace period after the final four... You, you know that that you get for going to the final four. That's fine. Five years is up, y'all. It's been five years. It's oh, a long time. It's been five years. But anyway, ten and six, one and three, probably staring down one and four at Arkansas. We don't win a lot there. Yeah, I don't think we're going to beat Arkansas. Po- I'm not saying it's not possible. Yeah. And then after that, though, you have a couple winnable games that you could write the ship on. And then can they get hot? Can our players that used to be good be good again? Yeah, like is Jermaine Cousinar gonna play well again? I mean, I'm 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 happy Reese and Stevenson are doing well, but and even Levesque. But yeah. we need someone else to or well, we need disconnected Wilson to play. Yeah. I wanted to bring this up. Brandon Martin is Frank's son. 
He's yeah. a walk-on. Sure. Do you think he plays more minutes because he's Frank's son? Well, so it's an interesting point. Because he's sure in there a long time, you, especially you've in wanted crunch to, time. You've wanted to make this for I've, a while. I've been wanting to and bring I've, it up. And I've, and I've stopped you from doing it because I didn't want us to look like, you know. Haters. To look like just complete Frank haters, which a lot of people potentially think we are. Um, if they've talked to us for more than 10 minutes. That's right. But uh, here's the problem with Brandon Knight, with Brandon Martin is that, uh, like, who are you going to play him over? Like, name a player that you would rather play and then go look at what that player shot against Florida. How about A.J. Disconnected Wilson, who hasn't even played last game because Frank says he's disconnected. Yeah, but what How has A.J. Wilson done? How do you, I know, but guess what? I think he has somewhat... D1 basketball skills after a few years at George Mason, I still take him over a walk-on from USC Upstate. Right. I guess my point... He ain't no steal. I guess my point is that, like, Brandon Martin played as many minutes as Jermaine Cousinard did against Florida. Jermaine Cousinard was awful against Florida. And every time Brandon Martin comes in, he gets abused on defense. He shoots a few air balls. There's no way he's in the positive. What are those metrics called when you're in the positive or negative with your gameplay? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? There's no way he's in the positive. The, the, the plus minus? Is it just called the plus minus? Yes. Is that actually what it's called? It's the plus minus. I need to look that up. Do you know what the plus minus is? I just know it's your gameplay overall. You're graded. So, like, like when you come in the game, okay, if your team then goes on a run, then that's plus. Okay. If the other team scores points, then that's minus. So, like, if, if you play in the game and in the five-minute stretch that you're in there, your team scores 10 points and the other team scores six, then you would then have a plus four for that part of the game. Then if you come back in the game again and say you're in for a minute or two, the opponent scores six points, y'all score four, then your plus minus goes from four down to two. Well, Sumter, the teacher, has taught me a lesson today. It's just addition and subtraction, my man. And that's what you do best. (laughs) You're the stats guy. Okay. So, uh, so, uh, but anyway, is it fair to say that we don't ever, he's not in the pot. We're not in the positive in the plus minus overall. Once Brandon Martin comes in, I, I have not seen plus minus on this team. It would probably not be good because like we, we might be in the minus a lot, but like a lot of our players might be in the minus, but, uh, but I would guess that Brandon Martin's not, I don't know. He he played in some of the non. See, the plus minus doesn't doesn't discriminate between non conference. Martin did fine in and the so, non conference. So, I have no complaints there. He did and, okay. And so his his total plus minus on the season might might be okay. But in SEC play, he's getting oh, abused. Yes, I would agree with that. And that's another big reason we are struggling at the four because we can't find a guy to compliment Levesque. Because yeah. when Levesque goes out, as I mentioned last week, yeah, things go don't go well. Yeah, we need big guys. Anyway. Enough about that. We'll talk about it more next week. You know what? One more thing. We we was asking why we weren't recruiting the state like like we used to. Mm -hmm. Where's the Lithuanian Mike Kotsar or Mendagas (laughs) Casinas to play the four? They'd be great right now. Also, the top five five players in the state are leaving the state, by the the way. Yes, yes. But, but, But my point is that, like... We had all these foreign players that were just so much fun to watch. Like, I loved watching Michael Carrera. I loved watching Mike Kotsar through all the bad jump shots. You, you know, but just, uh, like, why haven't we gotten one of these foreign guys to come in and play the four like like we used to? They've dried up. Yeah. They've all went away. We've, we've rambled on too much about this, and let's get to the winners, Bryce. Well, the women had a pretty strong week. Yeah. Can't hate on 2-0. It's kind of the norm. Yeah. So they played A and M on Thursday. 
took care of business. Handled business. I think we won by what, 20? And they're not the A&M that we're used to playing. That's true. And that's kind of the theme this week. Teams that were ranked usually last couple yeah. of years that aren't ranked anymore in A&M and Arkansas. Like A&M had been ranked pretty much most of the season. They fell out of the ranking last week. And, uh, you know, we saw why. They just, they just weren't as good as us. Like, you can almost say that about almost every team. We let, let me say this: this team is in a different league than them. Okay, like like Stanford's in the same league as us. You know, um, Boston had nineteen and fifteen, in the, and at the time, her tenth straight double double. That's ten in a row. She's having a great year, but we'll get into more on that in the next game. Henderson, Boston, or Cook. The the top three are doing big things. Yeah. Do you have anything to complain about with the women? Other than sometimes the slow starts, like like like, and, and and that's just me reaching for stuff like to complain about, you, you know, like they're not great at free throws, not great, but they're not bad. That's kind of how I was described as a college student, Sunter. <laughs> not great, but not bad. <laughs> some some people listening to this would agree with that if they knew me in college. Uh, they would agree, or they would, or or would they say that that. That description was being kind. Anyway, we move on. <laughs> uh, so, uh, uh, but like down the stretch, like if we get fouled down the stretch, I got faith in Henderson going to the line and making two. I do have one thing that bugs me. Can I have the one modern exterminating? We've already done us? it. Let's I want to have it again. for the ladies. I okay. have one oh. thing that bugs me. You ready yeah. for this? So so this is this is our friends of modern exterminating uh, sponsor, sponsoring the pod. Uh, Glenn Matthews, great guy. Go to them for all your exterminating needs in the Columbia area. Bryce, are, is Haley, your house is your house? It is protected. Pest pest free. It's pest free. My house, or is there's pest a free. lot of dead roaches because they couldn't handle it. My house is pest free. Uh, thanks, and, and thanks, and thanks to our friends and of modern termite exterminating. Bonded. Oh yeah, bonded. no termites around here. That's right. Anyway, if you see Glenn around town, he'll talk to you about Frank anytime. Oh yeah, he, he's got some thoughts. We may or may not be able to have him on the pod. <laughs> Let's see. Maybe we'll yes. have him on. But anyway, my, my one, what's bugging me with the ladies is Destiny, not Destiny, Destiny Littleton doesn't play enough. What are your thoughts on are that? You, are you about to get on Dawn for her rotations? Is this just your thing? Well, there's some, some games. Bryce are, rotations, Hedgecock. Like, well, is this just your middle name? <laughs> Littleton, our three-point sharpshooter. Some games, two or three games, she doesn't play, and then a couple games she comes, plays, and hits big threes. I just, her minutes are inconsistent. I don't know why. Just that's my one thing. That's not too bad. I just want her to play more. So what does she do other than hitting threes? Not much. That's why. I love the three pointer. I know. And, and I mean, like, the, she definitely can spark a run with a three point shot. She's the she's one of the reasons we won the Stanford game. And she's not terrible on defense. She's fine on defense. But but like other than the three pointer, she doesn't bring much to the offense. And um, you know, like like yeah, put her in there, let her sit in the corner, I wait just, for the ball. Hey, give her eight eight ten minutes a game. That's all I'm saying. Dawn, I know you're listening. She'll 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 listen to me, right? <laughs> Outside of that, Dawn, you're doing perfect. Anyway, yeah, we love you, Dawn. There's my you got to have a bug in this every now and then for the ladies. So there you go. Yeah. The, Don, you're doing so well that the only thing that's bugging Bryce about the team is like the seventh best player on the team. He's annoyed isn't playing enough. That there you go. <laughs> All right, so we beat A and M handily, and then we go and we play Arkansas today, and 
it was a big twenty point win yeah. at one, or winning at one time, and then Cook Let, rolled her ankle. Let's which hope is, it's not bad. Which could lead to Littleton more minutes, but we need Cook playing. Yep. And now they have a week off. Yep. But before I get into that, Boston with her eleventh straight double double. So eleven straight double doubles for Boston. Uh, what's the nineteen and thirteen? The record for all time. SEC or the nation? Straight double-doubles. So not in a season. Okay. Straight in a row. The record is 19 by a girl from LSU in the mid-2000s. And 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 that was Boston's 11th? 11th straight double-double. Ooh. This is getting exciting. She's averaging around 17 and 11 rebounds. She's over halfway there. I know. Hey, look at you doing that addition. Hey, little things. Yeah. I'm just really impressed with Boston. She had a great first half against yeah. Arkansas. Arkansas, not the not the team that we're used to seeing in the top 25. They've had a few losses this year. They had the, uh, I believe it was the Ramirez girl. Ramirez girl was still there, but the other girl that was the first team all SEC graduated. But they led the SEC. I think they were third in the nation in three-pointers. They only had seven, but I hate playing at Arkansas. Yeah. They just make a lot of threes. Man. The crowd gets a little rowdy there. But anyway, we get the win, but it, it's closer than it should have been. It got a little close with Cook going out. And with, it was pretty much Henderson and Littleton mm-hmm. playing down at the end. But Littleton had a decent game, but Henderson had a great game. What is, what's the schedule g- going forward? So the ladies are off. So they win 61-52. They go to 17-1, 5-1 in the SEC. They have seven Days off, they don't, or eight days, depending how you want to look at it. They play next Monday at home against Fandy. Okay, so and, but then three days later, you have UConn coming in. The following so Thursday. so basically, we've got two weeks here for a, li- a, little, a little under le- two weeks. A little under two weeks for for Cook's ankle to be better against UConn. So if it's we'll a, so if it's a sprain, we're in trouble. But if it's just like a bruise or something, we might be out of the woods. Maybe, yeah. Because we're recording this on Sunday night, so this is probably about three hours after the women's game ended. Right. We have not heard, you know, didn't uh, see anything posted we, or even we, mentioned. We looked before we went up on the air to see if there was a, an injury report. We'll obviously retweet it, you, you know, once it once it comes out. Maybe we need to listen to the dawn post game press conference. I'll be posting on Twitter soon. Not nearly as many excuses. <laughs> But I will say this, Dawn Dawn's humble. She yeah. always can point out a few things. We're not we're not playing perfect yet. Yeah. Yeah. So women still number one, handling business, hoping and praying against for you know, Cook's ankle, get better. Yeah. And you know what, Frank? Go out and make us look bad this week for for, for, for getting on you and getting on the fire Frank train. So the men are playing at Arkansas. Go beat them. Go beat them, Frank. And they got a winnable game against Georgia at home next Saturday. We better win that. So you're probably seeing a one in one week coming up for the men. Yeah. Need to go two and zero. Need to go two and zero. Need to get one back. They, that Arkansas is one we got penciled in as a loss. That's this is one of the ones we got to steal it as, back. If you steal th- it yeah. back, that makes up for that Florida game. This is one of the ones we got penciled in as a loss that we got to get back. And then when you need to win the next three games against Georgia and Vandy after yeah. that. And yeah. then you're going to act Texas A&M, which doesn't look yeah. good now. So you got to get those wins. Yeah, so we'll have – oh, man, so – Next pod? I guess it'll be Sunday. But or, we'll we have might no record, or we might record it 
the Monday after the women's Vandy game. We'll decide Sunday or Monday. Yeah, we, we might even do. We, we, maybe we record Saturday, uh, and do a short pod for the men, and then, and then potentially on like Monday after the women's game, do a women do a women's only podcast and, and preview and preview UConn. And there's no rules. We can do what we want. We have one rule. What's that? Gamecock basketball only. That's right. We ain't mentioning any other sports. Yeah. All right. Um, we will. You know. Shout out to uh, we, we, USC has a new president. How about that? Yeah. Hopefully in his first week in office, he fires Ray Tanner. Are you okay with that? I'm okay with that. We'll talk about that because that affects the basketball program. Well, until someone gets rid of Ray Tanner, we might have Frank Martin. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Who would you rather be fired first, Ray Tanner or Frank Martin? Ooh. Let's put out a poll on Twitter, and we'll talk about that next week. I like that. Who would you rather fire first, Tanner or Frank Martin? (laughs) Yeah. Come at us. Tweet us. Send us an email. Let us know. All right, guys. It's been fun. Something you got anything else? That's it, man. Just go Cox. Go Cox. We'll see you guys next week.